Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. I'll ask one more time. You're my groupie, right? No, I'm not. That's really too bad. I just, I just wanted a groupie. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Tammy, are you my groupie? No. (laughs) <laughs> I'm much more than a groupie. Oh, are you? Are oh, yeah. you? Are you a band aid? Uh, huh? I'm gonna say no. Okay, since you don't know what that is, I don't know what it is. It's fun to find out what's known as the epistemology. That is sort of the history of a word. Mm-hmm. Where did it come from? Groupie was a word that was obviously used by the people in the music industry. These were women who assisted, helped out, and yeah, had sex with the band members, but also sort of acted as surrogate mothers. Where did the term come from? Well, obviously they were using it, but it wasn't until February 15th, and I'm sure Valentine's Day had nothing to do with this, but February 15th, 1969, Rolling Stone, as in the magazine, has Karen Seltonrich on the front cover and uses the term groupies. That sort of gives the term to everybody who's not in the music industry. So you, if you needed to sort of pick a point at which wide use was used, groupie came from this Rolling Stone thing. And the question has always been, okay, what's a groupie? Mm-hmm. What does a groupie do? Right. Who are these people that other people are talking about? And throughout the show, what I want to do is talk about groupies, but I'm going to pick very specific groupies that we know that songs were written about. Right. And even songs where groupies are actually denoted. If I had to say sort of the most popular and the most obvious denotation of a groupie, yeah. it would probably be Sweet Sweet Connie. Do you know the song I'm talking about? Sweet Sweet Connie. Was, was doing, doing her, her act. act. Sweet Sweet Connie's real name is Connie Hamsey. And she was a groupie, but she didn't follow the groups. Okay. It was when the groups came through Little Rock Arkansas. Oh, that made it convenient, huh? Yeah, that she was available to them. It is said she didn't have, um, she didn't cover all the bases, if we're going to use the baseball metaphor. Yeah. But she would do mm, certain other things. But her big thing is she would, you know, cook for them and she would make them feel comfortable there in Little Rock, Arkansas. Wow. She also, believe it or not, ran for Congress, didn't win. She's been interviewed by Cosmopolitan and she told all of her stories. And the big story she tells, and look, I got a list here 
The Who, ZZ Top, Rush. I don't know why. Rush using groupies. I don't know why I wouldn't think they'd do that. You think they're above that, don't you? I do, as a matter of fact. Because you like them. I do. The Eagles kiss Van Halen. That one's for sure. I don't think it's I don't think it's anybody but David Lee Roth. Fleetwood Mac, the whole schmeel. Uh, and and obviously Grand Funk because Sweet Sweet Connie. But the big story was that it depends who you listen to. Either A, a state trooper was sent on behalf of soon-to-be president Bill Clinton mm-hmm. to Sweet Sweet Connie, and Sweet Sweet Connie said, no, you're not the kind of person I deal with. Or if you listen to George Stephanopoulos, it went the opposite way. Sweet Sweet Connie met him in a hotel or an elevator, I've seen it both ways, and showed off her assets. Is that a, a good way of it saying is. it? Yeah. It is. Nice. And Bill Clinton turned her down. Either way. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> either way, nothing happened. But if you're thinking groupies and you're looking for that wellest known, that's not even a word. No. Best known, Sweet Sweet Connie was doing her acts. And that was the whole show. And it's a natural fact. It's grand funk as we talk groupies here on Rock School. Coming out of Grand Funk as we talk about groupies, because so many years ago, Rolling Stone magazine talked about groupies. Sable Star, have you ever heard of Sable Star? I haven't. She was one of what's termed the baby groupies. Now, look, you got to understand, 70s, 80s, a dramatically different time. Right. Sable Star was frequenting hot spots like the Whiskey A Go Go, the Rainbow, and all of those that are around, the Roxy, and all of that. And she was 14 years old. Oh, my gosh. Hence the term baby. She claimed that she was 12 years old when she lost her virginity to the guitarist of the band Spirit. She also dated T-Rex's Mark Bolin, Alice Cooper, and self-confessed favorite Led Zeppelin's Robert Plant. But she was one of a whole group of young, young, young girls which referred to themselves as the baby groupies. And now the one you probably know, B.B. Buell. Do you know B.B. Buell? No, Hmm? I I don't think so. She is the mother to Liv Tyler. Oh, yeah, okay. Now I know who you're talking about. Right, and Liv Tyler obviously Mm -hmm. had a baby from Steven Tyler, Mm -hmm. thus the name. The great story goes... No, B.B. had the baby. Well, yes, 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 yes. Which is Liv. Steven had to obviously be part of it. Right. The story went that Liv Tyler thought for the longest time that Todd Rundgren was her father. Mm -hmm. He was the stand-up guy who raised her to a certain point. And, And to be honest with you, I don't think he gets enough 
what do you call it, support uh-huh. for having done that? Because now Liv and Steven have this great relationship, okay. and here's Todd. And wait a minute, I'm the guy that, yeah. that was there you when things You never hear about Todd anymore, yeah. do you? It says here the B.B. Buell was indeed part of the baby groupies at 16. She was with the Cowsills, Mick Jagger, David Bowie, obviously Steven Tyler. The song Many by Elvis Costello and Little Red Corvette by Prince are both about her. Wow. Now, I I can't guarantee that this one is correct, but I read that it is. Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show, as in Sylvia's mother. Right. They have a song called Roland the Roadie and Gertrude the Groupie. It is believed Gertrude the Groupie is B.B. Buell. Jeez Louise. And it sounds like this on Rock School. Now, Roland the Roadie was Ollie a toady who set up the lights and the mics for the shows. And Gertrude the groupie was a rock and roll fan who stood by the stage door in the rains and the snow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Rolling the roadie met Gertrude the at a rock concert back in Bayonne He tried to seduce her Said he'd introduce her To all of the Beatles and Stones So rolling the road it Got Gertrude the groupie A seed in and some folks Those vegetables so Dr. Hook, uh, uh, Roland the Roadie, and Gertrude the Groupie, maybe it's B.B. Buell. However, I happen to know exactly who the next one is all about. Have you ever heard of a band called the GTOs? The GTOs, hmm? GTOs. No. It does not stand for gas, tire, and oil, which is what the car stands for. Yeah, yeah, car guys, I know it's a joke. It is Girls Together Outrageously, and it was put together by Frank Zappa. Apparently, Frank Zappa was totally against alcohol and drugs. Mm-hmm. There was absolutely no way you could do it. But he smoked, so smoking was okay. But he also was really something else with the ladies. And he really enjoyed these groupie girls. So what he did was he took all the groupies around the Los Angeles area. And he created a band called Girls Together Outrageously, the GTOs. He put together, he had his own studio. Right. He put together an album called Permanent Damage, and it was released in 1969. And you can go and listen to every single one of the songs on YouTube. They're all available. Oh, how awful is it? If there, well, I'm about to prove it to you. Ooh. If there was a hit, uh-huh. a song that gained some airplay, and a song that was sort of released first, it was called I'm in Love with the Ooh Ooh Man. Okay, so who are those GTOs? Miss Pamela, which was Pamela DeBars. We're going to talk about her. Miss Sparky, which was Linda Sue Parker. Miss Lucy, which was Lucy McLaren. Miss Christine, which is Christine Fracca. 
Miss Sandra, Sandra Liano, Miss Mercy, which was Mercy Fontenot, and Miss Cinderella, which was Cynthia Kale Binion. All right. So they're all together. These are all girls from the Los Angeles area who are groupies. The first single was called I'm in Love with the Oo Man. Now, a warning to my affiliates out there. You're going to hear a word in there that sounds much like a curse word, and they're going to say it. It's schnit, as schnit, S-C-H-N-E-I-T, schnit. So they'll go, ooh, 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 schnit, schnit, schnit. I looked it up. It's a German word that has become a last name, and it also means to snow, I have no idea why it was used in the song. Allow your mind to go crazy. So thanks to Frank Zappa and his love for these groupies, we've got the GTOs. I'm in love with the oo man here on Rock School. Coming into the first break, exactly what does a groupie do? Well, according to Robert Plant, there was a difference between a person who just wanted to have some kind of a sexual encounter and then the groupies, which they called road wives, that traveled with the band. And again, they basically took care of the band. Guns N' Roses states that if it wasn't for groupies, they would have starved in their early days playing the whiskey. Right. It was the women who came to the apartment. They had an apartment right up the street. In fact, you and I walked to it when uh-huh. we were in Los Angeles, right up the street from the whiskeys where they stayed. Right. And if it wasn't for the girls bringing food and Apparently cleaning they up, they'd have died. right? Yeah. They, they cook and clean. They're and basically the- road wives. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this idea that a groupie is just some kind of, yeah. If you watch Cameron Crowe's 2000 film, Almost Famous, uh, there is this Penny Lane who is played by Kate Hudson. Supposedly, that is Pamela DeBars. She was, again, a Los Angeles groupie who was snapped up by Frank Zappa uh, to be in part of GTOs. However, when she was a baby groupie, Uh she was also Frank Zappa's babysitter. Ooh, no. It's entirely possible. No, Uh, Pamela DeBars was a babysitter for Moon Unit and Dweezil and Ahmed and and all of that. Uh, Keith Moon, she had an affair with. Steppenwolf's uh, St. Nick Nicholas, Jimmy Page, just to name a few. But the thing about it is, she is the person in 
the Cameron Crowe movie. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where you, you it, it's so easy just to dismiss this idea that these ladies are just, you know, sexual toys to be played with. And even according to the main people, it, it's not the case. They were, you looked forward to seeing them. They were, they were nice to you. They were your road wives. Weird relationship. Absolutely true, but it's one of those that's symbiotic. You would, it seems that a groupie is, is drawn to the fame and is able to help that person become more famous. It seems almost a symbiotic relationship. Who's listening to us here on the Rock School Radio Show? KFOK, Sacramento, California. There you go. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, has it sort of occurred to you that all these groupies are female? No. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Are there any male groupies? Oh, please tell groupies? me. Yeah, there are. Very few, but obviously not as successful. Courtney Love freely admits that she had a male groupie on the road named Panther. Really? <laughs> Panther? Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there were groupies for astronauts. During the Mercury, Gemini, and Apollo space programs, there were women that would hang around the hotels of Clear Lake and Cocoa Beach, quote, collecting astronauts and people attempting to be astronauts. <laughs> Apparently this is also extremely... <sighs> Uh, what's the word? I'm like pervasive in sports as well. Oh yeah, there are women that simply collect mm-hmm. these connections with these people who are, you know, very famous. Right. That's that's the the weird thing about it. You you would think that you know the the the, the thought process is that women wouldn't do these things and all that. When in reality, it seems in at least in this little arena mm-hmm. that these ladies are collecting in the same way that men would say, you know, I've been with the entire Budweiser bobsled team or what have you. And well, same we, thing. look, we watched the arena football team in yeah. New Orleans, and the, you, you saw the groupies there. We, yeah, we yeah. would stay to go on the uh, the court afterwards. Right, because they signed footballs for my son and daughter right. and all that. And yeah. there was a huge You're right. slew of women dressed up, and they're like, are you his wife? No, 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 we're, no, we're no, just big no. fans. And you would think that it would be rock bands. It would only be the big, tough, what have you. But no, apparently the monkeys had so many women tearing after them that actually Jerry Goffin and Carole King in 1967 wrote a song about how many women would throw themselves at the monkeys. It's called Star Collector. Ooh. It really is. Listen to the lyrics. Here are the monkeys talking about their groupies, believe it or don't, on Rock School. Hello.
All right, coming into the bottom of the hour, let me give you some songs that you may not have known were about groupies. Livin' Lovin' Maid, She's Just a Woman by Led Zeppelin. Yeah. It says here, the whole lot of love Mm -hmm. was also about a groupie that stalked the band in the early career. On Through the Night was one of the songs off of the original Def Leppard album. It says, in a red satin dress and her high-heeled shoes, she took us by surprise. The song's called Rocks Off, and it's about just that, somebody taking advantage of this uh, lady. System of a Down by Psycho. They're not real happy about it, so you want to see the show, you don't have to be a... It rhymes with show. Queen's I Go Crazy, which was interesting... Because Queen, are we talking about young men who are groupies? Huh? huh? There's a Probably. reason why the band was called Queen. Probably. Uh, Scorpions, Backstage Queen. Lana Del Rey has one called Groupie Love, where she is in the song. She's a groupie and has to share her rock star. You you should you should listen to that when given a break. There's some I just can't play, like this one. Zappa's Groupie Bang Bang. You just can't. It's it's dirty. We just can't. We just can't play it. So let's do this. It's the bottom of the hour, right? I ask again, Tammy. Are you my groupie? No. <sighs> Darn it. Got to get another one. Let's do seven days and seventy seconds. Here are the rock and roll dates: February fifteenth, all the way through February twenty-first. Go ahead. February fifteenth, nineteen sixty-nine. Rolling Stones cover shows Karen Seltenbridge and uses the term groupies, given the term. Usage. February 16th, 1990, Ike Turner goes to jail on multiple drug offenses. While incarcerated, he and Tina Turner are inducted into the Rock and Roll oh, Hall of Fame. Oh, no. February 17th, 1990, Aerosmith appear on Saturday Night Live and perform the popular Wayne's World skit. February 18th, 1974, Kiss releases their debut album, Kiss. February 19th, 1995, Pamela Anderson marries my favorite, Tommy Lee, in a bikini in Cancun. Go ahead, say All the right, rest the of it. All right, the infamous sex tape will be recorded the next day, doggone yep. it. February 20th, 1975, it's Johnny Cash Day in Los Angeles. And then February 21, 1977, Neil Diamond plays a live show, which becomes the album Live at the Greek. All right, I got to play another song. We've already played We're an American Band. You could probably tell that the song by Great White, Once Bitten, Twice Shy, is about a groupie. Uh, there's even a state a statement in it. Uh, I got there in the nick of time before he got his hands across your state line. Blah, 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 blah. The Apple Scruffs, which shows up on George Harrison's first album. Okay, what are Apple Scruffs? This was a loosely knit group of hardcore Beatles fans who were known to just simply congregate outside of the Apple Corpse building and also at the gates of Abbey Road Studio in London during the days of Beatlemania in hopes of seeing or interacting with one of the band members. Now, are they groupies? Well, I don't know. What happened when, you know, Ringo Starr decided to walk past these girls? How creepy is that, huh? I'm, I'm sure the name Scruff, just by the punch of it, yeah. Scruff. Yep. I highly doubt that is a term of endearment. So here you go. Apple Scruffs on Rock School. <laughs> Thank you.
Coming into the second break, you know what's funny about this? There were radio groupies. When I did radio, there right. were radio groupies. Right. Now, they didn't do much with me the one or two times that it, it came close. You were actually with me, mm-hmm. which is why I've said to you a jillion times, if I ever become you know famous, I write that song, Yeah. and now I'm touring on the road, you got to come with me. Oh, I got you, babe. Because I know what would happen on the road. Now, it's not groupies I'm most afraid of, because at my age, I'm mid-50s, I think if a woman threw herself at me, she might miss and hit the wall <laughs> behind me. I mean, you get up there in age, but it, it would be all the the excesses. Yeah. I would have to have somebody to sort Look, of say, nah, your don't body, do that. Your body hurts so much now. <laughs> You'd be like hooked on pain kills immediately. <laughs> yeah. Whole lot of Rosie, by the way, by ACDC is by or is about uh, a Rosie from Tasmania who apparently was all over the band. Guns and Roses, Rocket Queen. Uh, it says here Axel wrote the song about a girl who wanted to make her own band and call it Rocket Queen. And if you listen to the song, apparently the Rocket Queen actually appears in it. Woo. Rolling Stones, Stray Cat Blues is about a, a young lady who was a fan of the group. And the group simply said no because she was 15 which which i find yes i thank find you. rather interesting yep. uh rainbow starstruck while not technically about group groupies starstruck still an awesome song which tells the story of an obsessed female fan who stalked richie blackmore at the same time mm. now Mm-mm-mm. that's just a little nerve-wracking yeah, who's, it is. Uh, who's listening to us here on the rock school radio show kskq Ashland, Oregon. Excellent. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Let me give you some more famous, famous, famous groupies. Kathy Smith. Now, she was a groupie of many bands and was also a big fan of the band that played SNL. What is she known for? She's the woman who killed John Belushi by shooting him up with too much. Uh. She said she shot him up 11 times on the last time Mm -hmm. he passed. And supposedly, Gordon Lightfoot's song, Sundown, is about her. My goodness. Yeah, how about that? Cleo Odzer, one of the most famous groupies in the 1960s, she was engaged to Keith Emerson of Emerson Lake and Palmer. Mm-hmm. However, it all fall apart because when Time Magazine released a story on her, 
he, Keith Emerson, went, wait a minute, you've had sex with all of these people. Oh, he, he didn't know. Cut it right off. Come Cher- on. Cherry Vanilla was yeah. another one. She had trysts with John Lennon, Shuggy Otis, and apparently was one of Andy Warhol's uh, people. Audrey Hamilton, she was a famous groupie and did not write a memoir. She says that specifically because she didn't want to, you know, say this is what I did to put people down. The big thing is she had a kid with the Kiss guitarist, Ace Freely. Wow. And then the one we're going to play, Cynthia Plastercaster. Have you ever heard the song by Kiss, Plastercaster? I have. Yes, I do have. Do you know what the Plastercaster was? Yes, I do. Plastercaster, and by the way, you want to do a little bit of a search on the Google, mm-hmm. specifically Google Images, you can find the casts uh, by the Plastercasters. Apparently, Jimi Hendrix was the first one cast. Okay, what did they do? Well, they went in with some kind of a material, one of those things where you put the water in a powder and it becomes this viscous liquid. However, after a short while, it sort of hardens up and then you can put plaster into it and make a cast of whatever you had. They're selling it right now with two old people putting their hands in a bucket of this stuff. Uh And then you put the plaster in it, and it's their two hands holding on to each other. Well, that's what Cynthia Plaster Caster did. And she, let me see here, Frank Zappa, Eric Burden, Dennis Thompson, Zal Yanofsky, Jello Biafra, Pete Shelley, Richard Lloyd, and also... as I said before, Jimi Hendrix. Then Kiss writes a story about the Plastercasters. And by the way, do I really have to tell you what they cast? No. Uh, they went backstage and somebody got naked and cast. And again, go ahead and search on the Google. You can find pictures of the casts because they have been a traveling art show. So there you go. That's Jimi Hendrix. That's Zalianovsky. And the woman, Cynthia, who was the plaster caster, got upset at Kiss writing this song called The Plaster Casters. Why? Because she never cast anyone from Kiss. Kiss is going to make money off of everything in the world, aren't they? Absolutely. Can you even imagine had she casted one no. of Gri- It would have been sold in their stores with the word Kiss yes. written on the side. Right. I think I've done enough visual for the day. Kiss, plaster caster here on Rock School.
coming into the last break here. Let me list for you a bunch of groupies I simply didn't get to. Tawny Katane. My guess is most of you know what she looks like. She is the huge-haired woman from Here We Go Again, Whitesnake, where she sort of does the the cartwheel. Oh, yeah. From BMW to BMW. Uh, She was with Tommy Lee. I mean, who wasn't? I think I had a chance at it. John Taylor, that's Duran Duran. Robin Crosby, obviously then, uh, David Coverdale. Robin Crosby, by the way, is from Rat. She, he was apparently her boyfriend in high school while she was doing these things. However, you asked off air, did any of these groupies succeed in actually marrying right, right. the person? Well, I mean... It, it seems like Tawny Katane and this guy from Whitesnake, David Coverdale, had a, a bit of a relationship. Right. You know. Uh, let's see here. Annette Walker-Lax. Uh, she was the last person to see Keith Moon alive. She wanted Rod Stewart, but Moon got there first. Uh, it was her. She asked, or He asked her to cook, her, uh, cook him a steak. They fought. He went to bed. And he passed away. Mm. This is one you should look at, too. Tora Santana. She was an actress. She was a burlesque dancer. And apparently she hooked up with Elvis. If you want to know who she is, go on to the youtube device and look up the Russ Meyer movie, Faster Pussycat, Kill Kill. Really? That's her. Once again, Tora Santana. She is... I mean, she is this beautiful B-movie person, uh, and the one you'll know her from is Faster Pussycat Kill Kill, and she was apparently one of Elvis's big things here. Lori Maddox was also part of the L.A.-based baby groupies, 14 years old, when she apparently lost her virginity to David Bowie. She was also a big fan of Led Zeppelin, and it says here the Zeppelin classic Sick Again is about her. And I'll give you one last one. This is a 1980s groupie, and I hope I pronounce this correctly. Ropana Shirazi. She came in to London from Iran and then moved over in the 1970s here to the United States. And she was apparently one of the famous groupies from that 1980 hair metals band. Yeah. Hooked up with Nikki Six, Matt Sorum, Stephen Adler, Joe Lesty. The story about her, and this is from her memoir, The Last Living S-Word That's Not Nice to a Woman, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Born in Iran, bred backstage. It says here that she would only have sexual relations with somebody in a band if he then showered her with gifts. I guess if you know the relationship up front, who am I to say a word about it? So there's a little tribute to groupies only because on this date a few years back, Rolling Stone went out of their way to bring that word into the common vernacular. So I'll ask one more time. You're my groupie, right? No, I'm not. That's really too bad. I just I just wanted a groupie. Not really. No, that's it. I'm Joe Burns. You are. I'm Tammy Burns. The end. Class is dismissed.
Small. Four, two, third, nine, fifty-six. You can change it, guys. 